Hello, and welcome to The Pretty Podcast. I am your host, Paula Josh. I am a speaker and best-selling author to the book, Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction. You can find my book on Amazon. I'm also the author of Letting Go from Family Trauma and Addiction, a seven-day devotion that you can find for free on the Bible app, YouVersion. But most importantly, I'm a trauma survivor, and I know what it's like to feel stuck for years in my pain and in my trauma and not know where to turn to get help. I felt lost, and that is why I knew that I needed to start this podcast to help people who may still be suffering. On my podcast, you will find tips and tools to help you heal and break free and to live the life that God has for you. I would like to leave you with one of the reviews. I love Paula's podcast. Paula uses her life experience to help guide you through healing from your own trauma and addiction. I have found her honesty to be heartwarming. Her podcast has brought reassurance that I'm not alone. And that is also my heart for you. I want you to know that you are not alone and that you can heal. If you do have a few minutes. I would appreciate it at the end of this podcast if you would leave me a review. People always check out the reviews before they listen to anything and they want to know what they're getting. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is Thursday morning, the 10th. We got 15 days till Christmas and my tree's not even up. Okay, so if you follow me on social media, send me a message and let me know if you already have your Christmas tree up. (laughs) We're going to get ours up this weekend. But today I want to talk to you about healing comes in layers. Because if you really dissect that title, healing comes in layers. We know we've heard like peeling away the onion, so on and so forth. But as a trauma survivor, I'm really, really learning that healing does come and layers. I mean, it's not just a one-time event. It's not just this quick fix. And those who come to my podcast or those who follow me on social media media are searching for tips and tools to become healthy and whole. And I was listening to a podcast this week and they're like, you know, you have to start examining and asking yourself the question, what is it that you need to do to become like the best version of yourself, to be the healthiest version of yourself and be healthy and whole. And last night, right before bed, I was guilty scrolling Instagram just a little bit. And I came across this post that says, and it's something I probably would have wrote. And it says, I think the best thing I ever did in my adult life was start digging deep and ask myself, why I am the way I am and do the things the way that I do. It takes a ton of work and intentionality, but getting to know yourself on a deeper level will help you thrive. And I remember before my healing journey even started, I used to be busy all the time. I mean, I was just in survival mode is what they call it, just going 100 miles per hour flying by like the seat of my pants. You know, I I never slowed down. Um, At that time, I didn't even know that I had trauma. But even though I was going 100 miles per hour, looking back, there were so many things that I was doing. You know, in the past, I um, 
struggled with using drugs and using alcohol, binging behaviors, but also purging by taking tons of laxatives. Um, there were just so many things that I did. I mean, just very codependent in my previous two marriages, just begging for the person to love me. But one of the craziest things was always trying to change other people. I don't know, is anybody else on here guilty? Like you're so broken yourself, but you still try to focus on other people and change other people. But my healing started to take place just like that post said when I stopped and I was able to just dig deep and say, why do I do the things that I do? Why do I struggle the way that I struggle? You know, I also heard this week somewhere that says how you experience the world is how you were taught to experience the world. In other words, how you were brought up is how you were taught to experience the world. And it really is. It just the environment that you grew up in will shape shape your belief system and your reality about yourself. I'm going to share this story with you. I was talking to somebody this week and he's a pastor in a church and we were just kind of having this conversation and he said to me you know if I didn't know your story like when I first met you my first impression was you know you're this white woman and the way you look and the way that you come off is that you're very wealthy like I thought for sure that you were extremely wealthy and that you own like a lot of land, you know, and when he was sharing that with me, one, I was shocked because I don't see myself that way at all. Okay. And then I started remembering of like childhood memories when I was like a teenager and my mom would give me food stamps to go to the store. And if you don't know what food stamps is, it's government assistance that helps you buy food. And when I was a teenager, they were like, almost looked like Monopoly money, but larger fake money. And if you were using them as a teenager, it was really, really embarrassing. And that was like the first thought that came to me. Now think about what I said is that, you know, how you were brought up, you know, that's how you will view the world and how the world is supposed to be. But this week I got to thinking of two things. And I posted about it like you could beat yourself up, but oh my gosh, look how far you have come, you know, because of childhood trauma, I was illiterate. I was codependent. I was trying to change other people. I was begging people to love me, but I kept working on my healing and like an onion, you guys just think of the onion layers of stuff started to come off and I kind of feel like I'm at this place in my life where I'm looking at my core my core is my belief system and now that I've done so much healing I'm kind of in that season of really doing the hard work of changing my belief system and my reality and how I view myself because you know I've written a book. There's a new book releasing next month. I'm working on another book and a devotional. But I could still think, I was talking to that pastor, like still thinking that it's not enough. It's not good enough. You know, can you relate? Like no matter what you're doing is not good enough. But 
when we get to the core of that belief system, it's really what I believe about myself. Okay, because in God, in Christ, the one who literally created us, we are enough. Before the world damaged us, we were already enough. Before the world labeled us and our our experiences made us view ourselves different, we were already enough. And so one thing that I want you to know is that if you are working on your healing, like you are far more far ahead of anybody else. Like if you are acknowledging that there's something broken in you and and I and I have some people who are young that reach out to me that aren't even 18 yet. And yeah, I'm thinking of two young girls right now. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that these girls are already recognizing that they're broken and they're already running to Jesus for healing and to God and to, and asking for help is such an amazing thing. And, you know, God desires for us to be healthy and whole. But we have to desire it. We have to work for it. We have to be willing to do the hard work. When God is healing us, we have to understand, too, that it's not our jobs to fix everybody else. (laughs) Because one of the things is when I was going through my healing process, I for sure thought everybody else and their mamas needed to be healed. And even now, like when people first started to reach out to me, I used to like, always respond and always try to help them. But I have now learned to just pray for them and know that it's God's job to heal them and not mine. That it's God's job to heal them and not mine. And so I'm going to continue to share with you, but I'm going to pause really quick. And I want to ask yourself this. I want you to ask yourself this question. And I know I've asked it before, but what do you feel like God is showing you in your quiet time? Because like I said, healing comes in layers. Like what is the particular thing that he keeps bringing you back to? I mean, you guys aren't going to like to hear this, but there are some things I've been healing, working on healing from for years. And and I'm going to use my food problem as an example because the emotional slash binge eating is something I've done since I was a little girl, right? And, you know, I've been learning so much more as like, we have a nervous system inside of us and it's like, it's in our gut and it's how we react. If we feel anxious, nervous, or if if it's telling us something's off. And every time I would get like my nervous system would feel anxious or just sad or lonely, I would run to food. And what's so crazy is that I've been praying for healing for years, for years, for years, for years, for years in this area Guys, I'm talking 20 years, and I want to share something with you. I am finally, like, truly getting victory. And the reason why this is key, I want you to really listen, is because I'm recognizing when I'm feeling off. I'm recognizing when I'm feeling anxious, tired, lonely, or scared. I'm anxious, or when my nervous system is being triggered, I'm starting to recognize it. So, Now that I am calm enough and slowing down enough to recognize it, then I'm asking myself, okay, what's going on or what do you need? Because to be honest with you, it could just be trauma trying to process through the body 
and I don't even know why I'm having this feeling. Listen, if you're a trauma survivor, you need to hear this. Sometimes you will feel off, you'll feel lonely, you'll feel depressed, and you don't even know why you're feeling that way. But to acknowledge that, okay, this is how I'm kind of currently feeling, what do I need? For me, if I'm at home and I can, which right now I'm at home a lot, homeschooling and stuff, I realize that I need to go somewhere calm for like five to 10 minutes just to take some deep breaths and just to be by myself. And usually if I lay down for 10 minutes in a blanket, I get up feeling refreshed, feeling refreshed and feeling renewed like I can keep going. And sometimes if the day continues to be hard, I'm learning now to take a bath, pray, journal, call a friend. Or drink tea. I'm looking at some of my notes and, and I'm going to go through these really quick because I don't want to keep this so long, this podcast really long. And so healing comes in layers. I started to heal from all the trauma, you know, just acknowledging what happened to me, acknowledging it wasn't my fault, and then starting to acknowledge the part that I played in it, right? And the part that I played in it, it was how I was showing up. Because I was broken, I had abandonment and rejection issues from childhood, I was becoming so clingy and so needy to other people. And so in the healing journey, going back to that quote, we dig deep. There's a reason we do what we do. There's a reason I was binge eating. There was a reason I was attracted to two men in my previous marriage that abused me. So that was my part. So when we're healing, acknowledge that we got the trauma, acknowledge that what we did to us wasn't our fault, that we didn't like it, make, you know, get angry about it. We have to grieve through it. Like, do you see there's no freaking way that we could do this all at once, how it takes layers. So now that I've healed from trauma, recognized what happened to me wasn't my fault. I grieved, I got angry about it. Now I'm in the process of looking at my core beliefs, looking at my patterns. There's a lot of patterns that I've gotten free from, but then there's still the thought process and patterns that are still there. And guess what, you guys? Some of these patterns may be there for the rest of my life that I have to learn how to just work through because our upbringing shapes our belief system. It, it does. How we view ourselves and, and how we, the things that we believe, it's all rooted from how we were grew up. So we have to recognize what our triggers are, recognize what we need to feel safe. And sometimes in order for us to feel safe and whole, we have to put some space between certain relationships or certain places that bring up memories. You know, I had to put space between myself and certain family members just so I could heal, just so I could heal. And I also want to tell you this, it's okay to still be healing and to show up in the world. Like we don't have to hide our shame. And I'm going to start sharing a lot more about overcoming binge eating. And my next devotional and book is going to be all about this, like the process that God is taking me through right now. Because when I wrote Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction, I spent five years writing my healing process. So now I'm writing a book and a devotional 
devotional about breaking free from binge eating and food addiction because there's so many diet books that I read that never truly showed me how to heal. So now what God is doing in me and through me and this healing process, I'm so excited to get it on paper because, oh, do I want to help people? Because it was a struggle. It just, it stole so much of my life. Okay. So it's okay to still be healing and show up to the world. So I'm going to start being more open about my healing, you know, like I've already had, and even this process that I'm in. All right, looking at my notes. So what thing is God showing you in your quiet time that he wants you to work on and surrender to him? Don't be ashamed of it. There's a song I've been listening to on repeat, and it says, fear can go to hell and shame can go there too. You know, I am who who I am, and God, I belong to you. Oh, I just love that. I love that. And if you've been hurt in the past, like, know that it's okay to open your heart and to trust other people, even after you've been hurt. And it's okay to receive love and be loved. I mean, gosh, I think trust was one of the things that was so hard for me, you know, and just remember that like in this world, you're never going to be perfect and you're never going to fully arrive. So we are always going to be working on ourselves and that's okay. And that's okay. All right. So let's see what else I got for you today. Healing comes in layers. Don't be ashamed of it. Your battle will not last forever. Your battle will not last forever. God is with you and he will give you what you need to heal and overcome in your journey. Stand on God's truth and his word. Start exposing the lies that you believe about yourself. If you are thinking that there's something wrong with you, that you're not good enough, the, the devil had told me since I was a little girl, you, nobody likes you, nobody loves you, you're fat, you're ugly, you're stupid. These voices used to be so loud. And now today I can recognize them and shut them down because I know today that God wants me to feel happiness and joy and he wants that for you too and you know what when we're learning God's word and we're praying you don't have to be in a certain posture you don't have to yell it or scream it the only thing that God is asking you to do is believe it is believe it because you know what in Psalms 12 6 it says the Lord's promises are pure and it also says in John 15, 11, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. And guys, you know, God's desire is really for us to heal and to feel joy here on earth. Okay. So here's a, a tool that I'm going to leave you with. Okay. Um, continue to heal. Know that there's nothing wrong with you for needing help help. Know that there's nothing wrong with you. If you still have stuff that you're working on, know that there's nothing wrong with you. If you're still struggling, like I've said before, some of the most wealthiest, successful people still battle with the struggle in their mind. Like there's something wrong with me, with doubt, with fear, with not liking themselves, with not accepting their flaws. But I'm telling you right now, the only way to true freedom is when you know that you know that you know who you are in Christ Jesus. 
In Psalms 139, if you need a reminder, he created you in your mother's womb. He knitted you. I don't care what size your body is. It is time for you to love yourself now. I don't care if your mother and your father rejected you or abandoned you. The word of God says in Psalms, I like, I believe like 67, that he places the lonely and the families and that he is a father to the fatherless and the defender of the the widows. I just, I love God's word because he really, when you study God's word, you're going to see so much that he, he loves the orphans and the widows and those that who grew up fatherless. Okay. So in Philippians four, six, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. So God has given us the instructions. Don't worry. Don't worry. Instead, pray, tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. So in other words, whatever you are struggling with right now or whatever you are believing God for, don't worry about it. Trust him. Walk in his joy, even in the healing. Tell God what you need and thank him for it. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds everything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Okay, so listen to this. Don't worry. God doesn't want you to worry. Just pray. If you're praying for a child, if you're praying for a job, if you're praying for your kid, pray about it. Tell, be specific in what you need. Okay. And then thank him for it. And the way that you thank him for it, you don't have to keep begging. You don't have to ask him a hundred times. Then say, God, I know that you heard my prayer. Every time, every time that worry comes up again, God, I know that you hear my prayer. I know that you're working. I'm thanking you now for my healing. I'm thanking you for the people that you're bringing. I know that you hear me and you are working in my life. So we start to speak affirmations over our lives, knowing that God is working. We may have not arrived yet, but we're working on it. And we could feel God's love in that. We could feel God's peace in that. And we could feel God's joy. And that's what I am leaving you with today. So happy Thursday. Smile, drink your water, eat your veggies, go for a walk. Make it a great day. I truly hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Everything that I share comes from my heart because I want to help you heal and be the best version of yourself. If you haven't already, make sure that you're following me on my Facebook motivational speaker page and also on Instagram. I also have a YouTube channel. And then of course, here on my podcast, and then a couple more resources is I have a letting go of family trauma and addiction devotion on the Bible app version, And you can find my book, Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma on Amazon. I would really love it if you left me a review on this podcast, if you hop over to Apple and leave me a review, because that helps get the word out and help more people. Thank you so much.